Hi guys, welcome to You Are Not Prepared, our fifth episode. And today we have a surprise for you. We have Sam and Larry, but we also have our other friend, Sam. And he'll be talking to us about our Naxxramas uh, experience for the first week. And uh, Larry, do you have anything else? Thanks for naming me, Sam. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. Let's just begin. Okay, so uh, today we're going to be talking about Naxxramas, our experience in the first week. And uh, we'll be uh, going over the cards that have been announced. Every next Ramus card has been officially announced. You can find them within the Solo Adventures tab in your uh, Hearthstone uh, startup. And if you tap the chests for every wing, you can actually see which uh, cards were announced and which ones will be coming out each week when you defeat the bosses. Wait, but before we begin with that, I just want to say, it's been months since the iPad version came out, and that annoying glitchy bug is still there when you play the game when it's scrolling it starts lagging right before you get into the game i you mean uh, when you're finding an opponent yeah and the wheel right turns, before a worthless opponent it, yeah it gets really gets really laggy what, yeah. what the hell is blizzard thinking i i agree with you i don't think it's that big of a deal but it is I, it's, it's not a big deal it's just uh, it's an aesthetic music. it's just yeah. how can they release that bug knowing it's there for everyone in the world to play and not fix it within the last six months. It's just insane to me. Oh, of course. I agree with you. They made Naxxramas, and then they can't fix this bug. Insane. But let's let's dive into Naxxramas. All right. So uh, you guys all finished the boss challenges, right? You got like, a glimpse of what uh, Nax would be like? Yes. Uh, yeah, I finished all the challenges. Made sure my ex and I had all, all, uh, all minions on the board <laughs> yeah. for that one. Kept on healing myself up. Yeah, so uh, Sam's actually like a hardcore uh, shaman player. He plays exclusively shaman and shaman. He's pretty good at shaman. shaman. Yeah, he's pretty good I, at shaman. I cleared all the heroics with shaman. Mm -hmm. except, he's pretty dirty, <laughs> except for that one. Except for the uh, mix and the heroics, because the, uh, it's just easy with paladin. That's just the way to do it. And you just need to heal up. Use your uh, Alexstrasza combo if you can. We'll talk about that as we go into it. So, did you guys find any of the normal bosses difficult? Normal bosses? No, uh, I would say it was all pretty easy. I cleared it in the first time. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went into the first boss with a rogue deck. Did fine. It was just one of my cancer rogue deck that I was playing last week. Did fine with that. Then I played uh, Ferlina, and is that the with with the hero power that attacks as many? Yeah. Uh, so the first so the, the first boss we uh, we fought was Anubr was uh, Anubrakan and Anubrakan. Uh, wasn't really a difficult challenge. He had Skitter, which summoned a 3-1 Nerubian. And that didn't really prove to be much of a challenge no matter what deck you were playing. It was it was kind of just like, you know, the first boss in any raid in World of Warcraft. Very easy. Just, you know, you're supposed to win, right? But you gotta you gotta say his name like like the announcer says his name. Anubrakan! <laughs> Yo, so. I literally replayed that mission like five <laughs> times just so I could hear him say, Anubrakan! Yeah, there we go. That's Guys, this is a Call of Duty podcast. We have missions from now on. Yeah, but, um, so yeah, that first boss, pretty easy, right? Nobody had trouble with that. Then uh, we fought Grand Widow uh, Ferlina. So, Grand Widow Ferlina has an, a very annoying hero power where it fires a missile for each opponent, a card in your opponent's hand. So if basically, if you play Handlock, you're going to lose. If you play Freeze Mage, you're probably going to lose. Um, I mean, I, I played again in my Cancer Rogue and I actually lost because I just, uh, I guess the draw wasn't with me. 
and I switched over to Zoo because I knew it would be super easy if I played Zoo, and I uh, just wanted to get it down because I was like, I can't believe I lost on a normal boss challenge. <laughs> By the way, did you guys notice how retarded the AI was? I had um, I had a 4-1 Argent Commander and a 1-1 Minion, and uh, the, uh, the player I was playing against, the uh, AI, it attacked the 1-1 Minion instead of the 4-1 Argent Commander. I haven't seen that. That happened to me like three times in the match. Who were you fighting? Uh, the second... Uh, uh, for Lena? Yeah, for Lena. And that was a normal. Really? That, yeah. That is weird. I haven't had that. That's happen. possibly why I yeah, won. The AIs have done some stupid stuff. Yeah, right? they, do, they sometimes do some stupid stuff. It's impossible to uh, perfectly implement it. But, uh, yeah. I think, I think Blizzard should just hire better coders, not, like, interns to do this. <laughs> pretty Tremis sure way. they don't have interns I, I'm pretty sure Tremis. interns made this realm. Okay. So, the third boss now, right? Yeah. Um... Third boss was Maxima, and that's a legendary card that you get for completing the three bosses on normal mode. And uh, the hero power that she has is return a random uh, enemy minion to your opponent's hand for three mana. And that proved to be kind of annoying. And then I realized when you play her on heroic, it's ridiculously annoying. So, until you find, of course, loophole, and then it's yeah. super easy. Which but, loophole have you found? Oh, it was, it was the loophole. So we used a uh, paladin deck. Where you would just heal up, you would use minions that have uh, effective battle cries that give you the edge, especially if they return to your hand. So I would use like you know voodoo. Uh, what's the voodoo doctor card? Yeah. I would use um, cards that can do damage to the face, like wolf riders, arcane golems. Um, you would use the guardian of kings to heal back yourself back up. You would use Alexstrasza just to put you know the opponent to fifteen or yourself to put fifteen. And then I actually, when I played, I won because of Elven Archer, and every turn. I would Guardian of Kings to heal myself, Elven Archer to the opponent. Guardian Kings to heal myself, Elven Archer to the opponent. It took me like 15 turns to win. Because <laughs> I outshot it first. It was super annoying. But uh, you guys probably had a similar experience you're doing Heroic. Yeah, um, I, I did it the first time I played it on Heroic um, with Paladin. Because Shaman certainly did not help. You couldn't heal. I had, I had my spell totem returned to my hand, which at first I was like, oh, that's awesome. But then... It happened 40 more times? It happened 40 more times, and I was like, okay, this is really not helping considering all my things have taunt. I played, no, I knew it wasn't going to work with Shaman when I played Tundra Wolves, and they both went back into my oh hand, my God. and I was just overloaded for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not a good experience. But then, I did it the first time with uh, Paladin, because you just true silver, and you pretty much win after that. The interesting thing is, you can never... Uh so the hero power triggers automatically at the beginning of the uh, of my excellence turn. So they're not going to hit your minion to kill it, and the AI isn't going to play intelligently. It's just going to send your minions back no matter what you put out there. Mm -hmm. So you put out two and no more, so that you you know you get full utility and you get them back 100%, which is kind of interesting. But on um, normal mode, uh, I didn't have too much trouble with her. I played her again as Zoo, and it was like super easy because you just throw like 50 minions down at once. and mm -hmm. doesn't have the return two minions for zero mana. Hero power, so it's no, it's like nothing to worry about. So, yeah, I mean, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the first uh, wing and you know everything about it? It was fun. It took a while to log into. Yeah, I noticed um, when I first started playing, I had some issues with uh, which is server lag. I would uh, I would play my opponent, and it would take like fifteen seconds in between each move. Super annoying. It was. It would take like five seconds just to be able to draw the first card in the beginning of the turn. 
And I, I was like, fuck That's that. That's on Tuesday when the next Ramus came out? Yeah. And I mean, I even played in the evening, and it still had that issue. The next morning, is totally fine after that. Yeah, hopefully they're better this Tuesday. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. It was just the... Uh, Server load. Yeah, it was an announcement. I mean, the official release of the first expansion, so I figured that's why. Usually, they don't have that kind of lag in, in the other games. Even now, they don't have that kind of lag in the first uh, mm-hmm. release, but in this, they did. And I and I have to admit that you were right, that next Ramus did come out in July. No, thanks, Larry. Yep. <laughs> but, um... So, the first quarter was okay, I guess. The bosses weren't too difficult. Broke mode was kind of interesting because, um, obviously, they have overpowered abilities. One of our friends is very interested about that. It's kind of surprised. But, um, I mean, it's kind of what I expected from them. I expected it to be... The problem with, uh, with these uh, Blizzard-made AIs are that they're AIs. And they're going to do the same thing they're programmed. So they're going to do the same thing. It's very difficult for them to... Uh, to act in accordance to what you're thinking, they can, they don't really you know it's they it's, can't yeah, predict your future. Moves. So what they're you know what they're gonna do is they're gonna make the same move every time, and you you can figure out a loophole in order to bypass uh, you know the challenge. So that's the only that's the only thing that's a drawback between having bosses and Hearthstone. But overall, it just gives you like something new to try, and what matters most is it introduces new cards into the game, so the meta is gonna change. Because I mean we've had the same meta since like. And I think we March? still we still have the same meta. Yeah, now we're just Nabubi and eggs. Yeah, we're gonna Nabubi and eggs now. Yeah, and uh, so you want to talk about the cards now? Oh, I mean, I think the meta will change though because the meta will change. Once but right we now, get only, once we get uh, Lothab, once we get a few yeah. other cards, you know, the Horseman card. The, the only the only real cards that people are using right now are Nabubi and egg, and uh, I actually run a uh, Nabubi and Webward. Yeah, and I've seen the... Uh, I've seen the Haunted Creeper a few times. Yeah, I've seen Haunted Creeper. I mean, I like to run... I just ran an X night in my uh, in my Hunter deck. didn't really work too well, but that card seems fun to play. If you can taunt it up, it's pretty useful. The good uh, combination with Priest, I've it's seen probably fun too. is Haunted Creeper. And what's the card where it reduces uh, its mana cost for every card in the field? Sea Giant. Sea Giant. So Sea Giant and Haunted Creeper in the Zoo deck or something? But you wouldn't run a Sea Giant yeah, in the Zoo deck. Well, in a Warlock deck of some kind. I've seen those a few times. And that worked out pretty well. Were they ran, like, in a... In a... They, they ran... <laughs> the, I, I, I don't think... I, below... Below rank... 20? <laughs> you really won't see that as much. Okay, yeah. I was... Uh, I'm rank 14 right now, so... Uh, at rank 14, I've seen the Haunted Creeper, Sea Giant... And by the way, these guys are laughing at me right now because I'm such a noob, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, anyway, so I've unlocked all the cards. I did the two challenges. What did you guys think about the challenges? The challenges were awesome. I thought the challenges were way more fun than the uh, than the actual uh, boss fights because when you do the challenge, you have a predetermined deck. So you can't, you know, just find the loophole deck. No, but the decks they made for you were really good. Oh, yeah, that Druid like, deck was fucking awesome. Dude, the, the I had... deck was I, terrible. I played, no, I played the uh, Druid one. I played the Copying Slime card, and then... Oh, that one, card is great. Like, Goo or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about that card. Yeah, and the animation for the that card... One, the very last one. The animation for that card... Yeah, the is card is... Probably... Uh, echoing, 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 echoing Ooze, and... Echoing Ooze, and, like... Mark of the Wild, I believe it is, the plus 2-2 two, two and taunt. Oh, it's fucking awesome. The only thing is it only triggers once, the Echo Wings. Right. But, but sometimes they'll send have, it back to your hand, and then you get to play it again. You'll have a 3-4 and a 3-4 of taunt, like, and you're just good. You're set. You're set after that. 
Oh, yeah, because there's an exact copy, so it's fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that card is super exciting. I'm really excited about it. I feel like it's, like, the most... It's going to be my most sought-after golden card. Right. I might actually make that one. But, uh, overall, I think that the, the Clash Challenges are very fun because... Um, you know, because you had the pre-German deck, and you didn't get to just throw in your own legendaries, your own cards. But they did give you a good... I think they give you a good deck overall. Especially with the Druid. I think the Druid deck was much stronger than the Rogue deck for the Clash mm-hmm. Challenges. But, I mean, I beat it with both, so... It wasn't really an issue with either of the, either of the two. And actually won with 30 health with both of them, so it kind it of did, like yeah. shows to how overpowered those decks are. I feel like most people succeeded on their first try, because that kind of... These, these two decks were pretty uh, overpowered. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we got those two cards. You got the, uh, the Ambusher card for the Rogue, and you got the, uh, what was it, like, Soul? That Ambusher card is so good. Yeah, what was the, uh... It's like a panda. It's like a random panda. It's not the same, you know. But it's, uh, it's basically a panda that kills yetis. I, I can totally see it seeing meta use. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, the Druid card's okay. We've all seen these cards announced before. The Druid card gives Druid the removal they need. Yeah, it gives Druid removal, but the thing is, if you're losing, you're still losing. You're, gonna you're still losing, but you're not losing by as much, and what I've seen a lot of people do is uh, Soul of the Forest, or whatever that card is, the Druid removal, and then Starfall. Oh, yeah. That clears their board. That is phenomenal. Also, if you're on Swipe with Blood Mage, you can yeah. do that combo 10 mana on turn 10. But, chances are, much yeah. more effective with that uh, Starfall. And I feel like Starfall is going to get a lot more use now because of that. So we'll see how that works out. So how do you guys feel about Nerubian Egg? Let's Ner- start with that. So uh, Nerubian is pretty good. You have to. You can only pronounce it Nerubian. Nerubian yeah. Egg. So because that's how Day Nine said it, and that's pretty much the only way you can say it. Anymore. And it looks like it has moves. I don't know about that, but <laughs> Nerubian is just fun to say. Just sounds good. So eggs are a good source of protein in Nerubians. Oh, yeah? It says it right here. The that movie. is some interesting flavor And text. the artist is Justin Thavarat. So there you go. All right. So anyway, this card, uh, it's okay. I mean, what makes it a strong card is that most removal will get rid of this card as well. Consecrate will get rid of it. It's it's something that triggers when you do AoE. Yeah. And that's and good because, I mean, outside of swipe. And that's awesome because now Zoo basically has that buffer. Like, that buffer used to be Armani Berserker, but now you have something much more substantial. Yeah, I mean, Zoo basically, they'll play an Abusive Sergeant, which I think is going to get way more play now in a Zoo deck. They'll play Abusive Sergeant. <laughs> as though it didn't. As though a Zoo guy was like, you know, but, Abusive Sergeant, I don't know. See, Abusive Sergeant, I might have I'll to, see. I'll see in, like, I'd probably see. I might have to put in the Captain's Parrot instead. <laughs> I see uh, I see uh, Abusive Sergeant about 50% of... Zoo decks? I see Abusive Sergeant in 200% of Zoo decks. No. I think that's part of what makes I it a Zoo deck. I don't think it's a card that everyone plays. I see uh, a few Zoo decks without it. Maybe I just don't you know, run into the Abusive Sergeant. But I, do, I actually didn't play it for a point. Now I play it again. But with the Nabubian, I mean, it's just fantastic. It's just, uh, you, you Abusive Sergeant and Nabubian, you run into fucking Senjen, boom, you got a 4-4, right? It's pretty sweet. So combinations I've seen that I like is... The card that um, uh, Shattered Sunclair plus Nabubian, you give Nabubian a 1 attack, and then you commit suicide, and you get a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, that, that works well. I mean, I've seen that used as well in uh, Zoo decks. So, I haven't seen anybody so far that are Nabubian yet. But that seems like a waste. Oh, I heard yeah. there, was, there was talks that 
You could do Tempo Rogue and then coin out a Nabubi in turn one and then backstab it. So that's using three cards turn one, but then you would have a 4-4 four, four with basically no consequences, so that gives you a lot of tempo. It's but like then a Millhouse Mana Storm. It's like a Millhouse Mana Storm, but you basically mill yourself. Because you're going to have two or three cards going into the rest of the game. So, like, you won't have as much card advantage as, you know, you might want. Right. And especially since they can just, like, get a Spell Totem and Lightning Bolt it or, you know, do whatever, they there's ways to get rid of that. There are ways to get rid of it, but on turn one play, it's a pretty pretty great, you know, it's good, tempo yeah. play. Anyway, we talked about the bosses, we talked about the class challenges. Heroic modes are kind of difficult, but there's loopholes around them. Let's get into the cards. So, week two is going to open up on Tuesday. And uh, I don't recall which bosses we'll be facing. I'm sure you, know. you can look it up on. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, uh, I do know. It's uh, it's in the plate quarter. So if you guys really want to find out, it's gonna be the same as the plate quarter in World of Warcraft. You'll see which bosses you're gonna be facing. We don't know the hero powers, right? We did. No. Um, Have we found that out yet? Yeah, we we have. If you go. I think it's on, like, Harp Head or something. Yeah, either way, you guys can look that up yourselves. Uh, we'll just be going over the cards. But, um... Because, I mean, the boss is whatever. You're going to find your loophole, you're going to beat it. It's fun, but it's uh, it's more about just, you know, a way to get the cards. It's, it's a way for them to make some money. They're, you're going to make it by the wings. You get to get the cards. It'll hopefully change the meta up a little bit as we get to week five. But I think next week's going to be a big week. We got, um... Uh... Mainly for the reasons the legendary card is coming up, but let's like, let's keep that for yeah, last. Yeah, before we go into that, we'll uh, we'll talk about the first few cards. So we got uh, two common cards, a rare and a legendary, for next week that you can unlock. We get a stone skin uh, gargoyle, and it's going to be uh, at the start of your turn. You get to restore this minion to full health. It's so what, a do you, one what do you think about? We've this actually card? played with this card in the class challenges, so we got to you know get a taste of what a bunch of these cards are going to be like. This card is okay. It's three mana for a one four. That's the reason I won't really play it. Does it really do much? Uh, only probably in specialized decks. I mean, what do you guys think? You need to buff it. Yeah, you need yeah. to buff it. So I was thinking, like, Blessing of Might, stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, but then, you know, Silence. Again, everyone's going to be running Silence now. It's just yeah, be so be- easy. Yeah, because we're playing the Death Rattle It's actually three for a 1-4 that is not the best stats. Yeah, I don't really like that it's yep. three mana. It's it's fine. It's okay, I guess. Uh, Two be- mana would be much better. Because of Silence, it's going to be a rough card to play. Uh, I mean, I guess it's useful if you use a card immediately. You know, you let's say you want to uh, you want to kill a minion that has a lot of health. Like, let's say you want to kill a Sun Gen or something, right? You can you can give this uh, you know some attack or something to kill it, right? You can give it the uh, it's called Blessing of Might or something. So I see but, it as, but I feel but I feel like this card is it's it's such a specialty card. It's going to be. It's a, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, it, it's it's not going to be a very versatile card in most decks. It's going to be very situational. It's extremely situational. It's and, that's what it is. It's and you're, you're paying three for a one four, and I almost see the four is durability. Like, yeah, it's durability that, you know, re, re, like, graphs itself, but still, Light's Justice is basically a one-mana version of this card. I know it's a weapon, but it's a one-damage, like, a one-damage weapon for four, 
So I would just realistically see people using White's Justice over this if it came to that. Again, I could And that card doesn't get any use. At all. So I'm yeah. saying this, I mean, it's very situational. I don't... Maybe in a Druid arena. This card would really only be useful to maybe Rock Rider to get rid of something, right? I mean, in most cases... It's well, just, no, it's useful because it just stays on the board. It stays on the board, but it doesn't have too much... It doesn't... Like, four health is nice, but it's... It doesn't, you know, it has that one attack. And for three mana, you know, whatever. You can combo it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to come up with a use somewhere in, like, some gimmicky-ass deck. But mm -hmm. in most decks, most, you know, successful ladder decks, I don't see this card getting much use. Yeah, I agree. I don't see much use for it either. So uh, the next card we're going to talk about is uh, the Unstable Goal. And the Unstable Goal is, uh, it's a two mana, one three, that has Taunt and has a Death Rattle, deal one damage to all minions. We didn't see this one played in the... Uh, in the first wing, right? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah. So, it's also a common card you might see in an arena. What do you think about that? Um, so, I like it in an anti-aggro deck. 1-3 uh, for 2 with Taunt is fairly viable, I would say, especially with the 1. You know, you can definitely, you can cure Knife Jugglers if you bounce it into a Knife Juggler. Uh, the 1 can take off the shield from, like, Arden Squires, I could definitely see it getting some use in anti-zoo uh, or anti-heavy aggro, but I don't think it's um, the most viable... Like, I don't think it'll see too much play. I mean, maybe maybe people are going to figure out ways to make it see more. Again, it's, it's anti-aggro, but it's nothing too extraordinary. Well, yeah, see, my only issue with this card is, one, it's a one-attack card. It's basically like Gold Shire Footman. It's for one more mana, right? But the AoE is really... Right. It's a whirlwind. The AoE is okay, but... I can see you don't it being played more. You don't get the trigger of the AoE. So somebody's right, going to play their minions into it to get the most utility out of uh, out of their minions. They're going to shoot that 2-1 one, that 1-1 one, one into it rather than another minion with a, with a shield or something, right? And then that minion won't die, and it's going to get its full... Uh, you know, they get the trigger however they want. So the issue is it's not a whirlwind, because a whirlwind... You get the trigger on your turn, right? But I'm it's saying I, I could definitely see getting some play in like a like a I wouldn't say control warrior because they really just don't have the slots for it, but some sort of like budget warrior deck because the uh, AOE triggers on your acolytes, triggers on your armor smiths, and it's a one three with taunt. Yeah, I mean, if it survives the next turn, it's basically a whirlwind. But if it doesn't, it's not. So, yeah, I mean, I guess this card's okay. Maybe somebody will come up with a cool idea about it. just don't see that... It, I don't feel like it's going to have that much you know, great use in Constructed. Maybe in Arena it'll be alright, but we'll see. So we're going to talk about the uh, Sludge Belcher. It's a rare card, 5 mana. And this card we've seen in the challenge. Yeah, 3 attack, 5 health. And uh, it also has Taunt, and it has Death Rattle, where it summons a 1-2 Slime with Taunt. I kind of like this card. It's the same idea with the... Uh, the what was it Dragonling Engineer, or whatever that one's called? Mm -hmm. The uh, the two four that summons a two one mm -hmm. for uh, four mana. It's kind of that kind of thing. It's you know just puts two bodies on the field. Again, susceptible to uh, silence, which will be more prominent now that this whole death rattle stuff is going on. So what do you guys? Uh, think? How many mana is the Sun Fury Protector? Sun Fury Protector is, is that uh, two, two mana. Uh, one, two, three. What about the uh, Taunt Divine Shield card? I forget. How many mana? Oh, Sun, Sun, uh, Sunwalker. Sunwalker, six. Sun six. So the, yeah. I, I see this card as like a weaker Sunwalker because it's basically, it summons another taunt instead of the Divine Shield. shield. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little cheaper, lower attack by one. But basically it'll just give it that one more health, right? 
yeah. instead of the shield. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's... I like Sunwalker more. Sunwalker... Yeah, agree. Sunwalker... Let's say he sounds this and he sounds to Sunwalker. What's better? Sunwalker. But then yep. again, it, just cost, it does cost one more mana. So you get that one and extra you attack. And you can run two of these at turn 10. So that would be a pretty good like combination to stall. So, like for example, you play Freeze Mage. I feel like that would be very good for well, Freeze, Freeze Mage. Freeze Mage doesn't need to... Uh, you know, Freeze Mage, it doesn't use minions, number one. Freeze Mage doesn't, uh, you know, it'll just use spells all to the face, so it mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, point, it doesn't point. care. But against the Zoo deck, yeah, this deck, would, this would be pretty sweet. It's basically it's like... It's a better Sedgen. It's an Earth Elemental with an no. Ancestral Spirit kind of thing. It slows down. It's, alright, it but down that's so a totally different It's a sludge. It slows the game I, I would down. say this is a Sedgen for one extra mana that has three extra stats. Because basically what you're saying by saying it also makes a 1-2 is that it's a 4-7, four, four, basically. It's a 4-7 for 5 with Taunt. Yeah, because I mean, I like it. I like, I like it cards that get you. It makes a Sengen and a Gold Chair Footman. I like, I like, yeah, basically, essentially. I like cards that, uh, that have more. more health and less attack that are Taunts, but I do not like uh, the Mogushin Ward and the 1-7 Taunt for 4. Other than that, I mean, as long as they have a decent amount of attack and a decent amount of health, I think this card's kind of good. It gives it 1-2 and it gives it 3-5. The 1-2's kind of shitty, but at least you put something on the board so that your opponent can't, uh, you know, burst you too much, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can definitely see this coming into use in Constructed, and definitely in Arena. I feel like people would choose this, right? Yep. I would. All right. Uh, and then the the last card that you guys are going to get next week on Tuesday, if you guys complete the challenges, is going to be Lotheb. And Lothab is a legendary card, 5 mana, 5-5, five, five, which has a battle cry that enemy spells cost 5 more each turn. What do you guys Not think? Not each turn, next turn. Uh, next turn, my bad. Next turn, what do you guys think? So, it's a great card for one turn, especially if you're playing against a rogue or a mage. It's just phenomenal. Most likely, though, people will silence it, like everyone's going to run silence. It doesn't now. matter, it's only for next turn, it won't get silenced. Oh, that's a good point, actually. So, well, if, if you use a minion... Would it dispel no. the no, battle no. cry? So the battle cry just activates. Yeah, just okay. So, so, it's so basically, you do any one spell. Turn. Yeah, any spell that basically it shits on Miracle Rogue. Yeah, and mages. And freeze it mages. shits on Miracle Rogue and freeze mage and shaman and like etc etc etc. All et classes that use heavy it shits, spells. Shits on paladin. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say paladin as much. But Not as much, but it definitely shits on paladin. It shits on paladin. It it is great against various control decks. Like, it's an excellent, excellent, excellent card. Five for five, five. It doesn't have any, like, stat reduction. It is just a bulky. It's just, I can totally see pretty much everyone except possibly Zoo, just because it's kind of slow using this, but even Zoo might use it because it just stops the person from using AoE. Yeah. The only drawback is you can't have social spirit it. Because it won't really make a difference. No, you can. I know, but it won't have the battle cry uh, it won't have the battle cry effect. It'll still be a five five. It will still be a five. Like the stats, that's the, right. like a great What part I'm saying is, is you know, if you could uh, It is a vanilla if stat. Could, if you can ancestral spirit monster. it and play it back on the field. Well they're saying Miracle Rogue might make like a counter to itself called anti miracle miracle rogue, where you just Shadow step this, and like you're losing burst with the Leroy, but you're also shutting down other Miracle Rogues. I don't think Miracle Rogue is going to be that you know prevalent uh, prevalent anymore, but we'll see. 
Why is that? I mean, Zoo's still prevalent. Zoo's always going to be prevalent because it's a cheap deck and it just... It's Sam's favorite deck. It's the only way he can get past 10. It's It's how you climb the ladder. It's the way it gets to 5 very quickly. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to nerf Zoo eventually. They're not going to nerf Zoo. They don't need to nerf Zoo with all these cards. All these cards are basically anti-Zoo. Yeah, I mean, they really are. And guess what? Zoo's still going to exist. Except for for Lothab. Sludge uh, Belcher is a great anti-Zoo. Yeah. So anyway, so Lothab, I think it's going to be a great card. I mean, I like it. Even the art is cool in the card. Yeah, and he says, he says, I see you considering, uh, you're basically going to be playing Lothab on a Gadget Zan Auctioneer. Yep. So, even if they're concealed, Lothab sees them. Yep. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to for next week. I think it'll, uh, change the meta up a little bit. Make Zul a little weaker, make Miracle Rogue, Freeze Mage a little weaker. I don't really see much Freeze Mage anymore after that whole, you know, RDU thing going on, but... Do we know how to get Goldens of the uh, new cards? You just have to get them randomly now? No, you you don't get them uh, through packs. You don't get them through Defeating Heroics. You get your Golden cards from crafting. That's the only way you get them. Wow, okay. Very unfortunate, I'm sorry, but, you know, I was very upset when I found out about that. So that's going to be the, uh, the play quarter for next week. Uh, the military quarter looks, I mean, okay as well. Uh, the legendary card over there is like going to be basically what everyone's looking forward to the most out of this entire next round. Is you think? I don't think so. I, I think do because uh, I think people are going to because bar- because uh, the the legendary that's coming out on uh, week three in play quarter was it military quarter. Yeah, military quarter is going to be Baron Rivendare, and Baron Rivendare is a one seventh four mana that reads your minions trigger their death battles twice. So basically, that's the idea that people have been thinking about ever since that next generation was announced, where they say, oh, I'm going to play all these Harvest Clones, and play all these Leper Gnomes, and play all these uh, Death Battle cards, right, that we already had, in addition to the new ones. So, you know, you're going to get your uh, uh, Sludge Belcher is going to get that extra one too, but even there, like, I don't think that's so useful. Your Karen. Your Karen's going to draw an extra, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bane Bloodhook. And your Sylvanas is going to get another card from your opponent. I mean... This card has so much potential. I feel like it's going to be a great constructed card in Arena. Cool. Depends how much you get. I don't think that I would necessarily choose this in Arena, and it's a legendary card, chances are it won't even pop up. But in uh, Constructed, I can see this card getting a lot of use with some interesting combinations of Sylvanas Windrunner, Karen Bloodhoof, uh, Harvest Golem, Leopard Gnome, along with Naxxramas cards, right? Yeah, if I'm you sure can get away with thrid- uh, triggering Death Battle twice, it's going to be a game-changer, but... It's, like, again, very situational. So, yeah, it's susceptible to... Uh, very to susceptible, sound, so. yep. But overall, I mean, I like this card. I think it's going to change change the way that people play uh, play their decks, and hopefully it'll change the meta up a little bit. you agree with that, Sam, or how do you feel? I think it'll change up the meta a little bit. There'll be, like, some sort of value value deck with it, but I think people are way more excited for Lothab. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know about Lothib until uh, you know later on during the announcements and Spectral Knight's gonna be yeah. drafted in pretty much every arena. Yeah, Lothib is fucking exciting. I'm excited for that. So let's go through the other cards. Dancing Swords, three mana, four four. Your opponent draws a card. Good for mill decks. Solid three for four four. Yeah, I mean, even so, I uh, I don't see this card as like a terrible Yeti type play. You know, you throw the card down. Do they really want to, you know, throw all their minions into it to get that one card draw? Maybe, maybe not. But either way, it gives you tempo. In most cases. It's going to be played in Zoo, probably. It, yeah. it, it probably will be. But I if think you, it's a good card like let's that. Let's say, yeah. you know, if you're going to be a running shaman and have uh, the lightning bolt with the uh, 
spell power totem, then you're not really getting much tempo out of it. But in most cases, I feel like it's a it's a generally a good tempo card. That's why uh, Zoo's gonna be playing it. Maybe a rogue might be start playing that. Like tempo rogue deck might start playing that. And if you silence it yourself, it becomes even better. I mean, I'm totally gonna be making a uh, a Millhouse road deck again, like I used to with Millhouse Manastorm. Good luck with that. You know, Mukla, Millhouse Manastorm, Dancing Swords, the new Ambusher card. I mean, this is gonna be a blast. <laughs> So, because then I could just, like, you know, get my Mukla back or something. It'll be <laughs> fun. Cold Oracles, I mean, it's just going to be a blast. Get more mill decks, mill cards. I mean, I've been waiting for this. So, in other words, you're going to make more fuckboy decks. Yeah, more fuckboy decks. I love fuckboy decks. So, the next card is a Spectral Knight, and Spectral Knight is 4-6 for 5 I love mana. this card It's so a Fairy much. Dragon that is way, you know, uh, mid-tier. It's mid-tier instead of a low-tier uh, Fairy Dragon, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's exciting. Totally a great, uh, you know... Arena card. You see, you see it's probably this? one of the best arena cards. Yeah. I can see this being drafted yeah. faster than a Yeti. If you buff, if you I like this more than a Yeti. And if you buff this, it, it becomes pretty much invincible. If you double the health, but it can't be targeted by by spells not even your cards. own spells. Yeah. Oh man. Like a fairy. Okay, so then I would um um what's the uh, stun fear protector? Whatever gives a taunt. And the Argent thing that gives it taunt that, and plus that would one, work. one, that would one. Work. that yeah. would make it very strong. Yeah, I mean it's pretty strong. Again, it's a four six. It's basically a uh, what is that one card that gives your weapon plus? Smith. Yeah, it's a spiteful Smith. Smith. Yeah. Spiteful Smith, except more awesome. Yeah, I love this card. So I would draft this card. I certainly like it. Uh, what do you think about it in construct? Do you think this card is going to get much use? Um, I can see getting some use. Yeah, tempo decks maybe. It, I mean, you don't really have that much tempo by turn five, but it's definitely. It's only a solid board presence. You can't hex it. You can't. It's going to be in Druid. You can't dimorph it. You can't. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be, like gonna be yep. used as Jedi and Druid. It's, more, it's another thing to take up that five slot that was yep. very largely populated by Zerdrake up until yep. now. And and like, we are totally like missing deck. five cost maintenance. So I think this card is excellent. It's mm. going to be a great addition to most, uh, mm. to, you know, to your most five slots, right? So uh, I want to go over the next card Death Lord. We have a Death Lord. It's a taunt with a Death Rattle. Uh, your opponent puts a minion from their deck into the battlefield. It's a three mana two eight, strong card, but to attack, it's it's kind of like that, uh, you know, Mogushin Warden, except cheaper and with a terrible Death Rattle. But keep in mind, people are going to be running massive spells. People are going to be running different types of silences, right? Well, basically, it only applies to a massive spell. If they're running a master spell and you're doing like straight all death rattle deck, this card isn't too bad to have around. Or otherwise, uh, you know, if, you know, if you're playing a, a person who has a lot of high cost cards, playing a control deck, you know, you don't want to get the rag on the field, right? That'd kind of be really terrible. You don't want to get their earth elements on the field. It's great for against free. Zoo, but it's also a target for Kodo. Yeah, it, it's, it's, you're right. It is a target for Kodo. I mean. I, I don't think this card is going to make a great run in either Constructed or Arena. Yeah, I'm like ambivalent about it. So, it's okay. It has its uses, but it's... Uh, I feel like it's worse than in most situations than it is uh, beneficial in situations. And we, the last card is the Baron Never Dare. That's the Legendary you guys will be getting in the military quarter in week three. And uh, other than Lotheb... I don't know. I think it's a draw between the two for me. I don't know which one I'm more excited for. But uh, week four. So week four 
Construct uh, Quarter. Yeah, it's going to be the Construct Quarter. This week you get five cards. And actually, you don't get five cards. You get, I believe it's uh, six cards, right? Because you get uh, Fugan and you get uh, yeah. Stalag. So you get Undertaker. Undertaker is a common card when uh, whenever you summon a minion with Death Battle, gain plus one, plus one. Uh, we actually experienced playing against this card in the first uh, wing. What do you guys think about it? It's a one mana, one two. It's better than Secret Keeper. Yeah, it's just like a Secret Keeper. Just a little bit. But you can tailor your deck way more to get this card to be effective. Mm -hmm. I didn't find it too annoying because it is a one, you know, one two, whatever, two mm -hmm. three. Basically, becomes a uh, a river croc, whatever. I can deal with that. But if you run two of them, yeah, they're with okay. a bunch of death rattle cards. I feel like it's it's great if you run the death rattle deck. Um, so you think that'll be a thing, death rattle decks? For sure. I mean, this what this expansion's all about. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't really have any great combinations other than just running death rattles. It doesn't do much else, right? It's pretty basic. I don't know if I'll be using it unless I do make a death rattle deck. Other than that, I mean, an arena, I guess it's a pretty bad pick. You're not going to be guaranteed enough death rattle cards. There's only 30 cards in of Naxxramas you could possibly get. And a lot Plus of them the are, Leper Gnomes. Yeah, and a Plus. lot of them are rares, epics, or legendaries, so chances are you're not going to get enough death rattles to make this you know, useful enough. Yep. So, constructed, it's a place where you're going to see that. Uh, Mad Scientist. I'm actually excited about this card. It's a 2 mana, 2 2, and you put a secret from your deck into the battlefield. It's going to yeah. be used in Freeze Mage. Yeah, yeah this is great. Like, I think it's painfully great. overused in Freeze Mage. Yeah, I mean, this card is pretty fun. I'm excited to use this. Uh, it's a 2 mana 2 2, so it doesn't have too many drawbacks. It's going to be used in Hunter. It's yeah, it'll be used in Hunter. Excellent. So the next card is Zombie Chow. And I think it sucks, because you'd have to attack the hero three times to get the benefit out of it. Yeah, just go over it. It is a one mana, two, three. Uh, and, it and the death of those restores two health to the enemy hero. Now, the drawback for this card is that um, it doesn't have charge. If it had charge, you might have... You it know, could be a way to manage yeah. useful, but Probably You put last. it on the field and the lightning bolt it. Three mana is so susceptible to most kind of removal. Yep. And basically every class can remove this. It has two, it has two attacks, so Priest can remove it. It has three mana, so, I mean, uh, three health. So Rogue can remove it, backstab yeah. a weapon. Yeah, I mean, they can eviscerate it. Shamans can use Lightning Bolt. Uh, Paladins can True Silver it. Frostbolt, I mean, yeah, so many Frostbolt. options. Frostbolt, there's just so many ways to get rid of this card. And But to think about it, if you're playing this on turn one, what do you have to lose? You have tempo if you play it on turn one, and if you play it later, especially in Priest, you can play the... With the violet thing? Uh, uh, wah, 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 the thing that does damage instead of heal. Yep, yep. What is it, and violent something? Oh, uh, Arcanine Soul Priest. Yeah. Arcanine yep. Soul Priest. You play Soul Priest, and now you're doing five damage to their face. Yep. I didn't even think about that. That is awesome. If you're playing this in a Priest deck, I can definitely see this getting used in some gimmicky Priest deck. And considering Priest is going to get more use... Because of the uh, the priest class card, I feel like you know this could possibly be inserted into there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good point there. Um, so those are all commons, and then we got a rare card. We got the Wailing Soul, and uh, Wailing Soul is a four mana three five, and the battle cry is silence your other minions. I like this card. It looks just like a Dementor from Harry Potter. And what do you think this is going to get used in? I think it's going to get used in uh, your uh, Watcher Druid deck, maybe. 
Watcher Druid, yeah. Watcher, Watcher anything, Priest, and basically anything that uses Watcher. Anything that uses Watcher. I mean, what else would you really want to use it for? Yeah, Actually, Watcher. it will be used in some other decks. It'll be used with that, uh, what was that card that we talked about in the military quarter? Two ways. Yeah, the two way, the Death, Death Lord. Lord. It might be used with the Death Lord. Um, it's actually not bad if you use it with a zombie chow. Yeah, I mean, you can use it basically with anything that Silence has a negative own. Death Rattle. Effect. Yeah, exactly. It could be cool. Yeah. But now you're going to have to build a deck oh, full of negative Oh, wait, wait. Death wait. Yeah, no, that's awesome, though. Wait, what's the. Um, the one mana, two, three, no, 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 no. What's the. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's like the six mana, nine, seven. That gives them a 3-3. Three, three. Oh, uh, Finkle, whatever it's called. Yeah, the beast, the, the beast. The Beast, the Beast. You can use this with the Beast. Yeah, but I just feel like... And you can do that in the same turn. You really, need to, three, you really need to rely on Wailing Soul to actually be in your hand. You can silence your own stuff. You can silence your own stuff, but I don't know. If the Beast was a 7-9, I think it would be so much better than a 9-7. But whatever, what are you going to do? And the last card is a Fugin. It's a uh, five mana four seven with a death rattle. If Stalik oh, also mana, died, five mana seven six. What's that? The five mana seven six and all your minions cost three more. Oh, goblin. Uh, whatever. Why is oh that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You can silence that. Yeah, that'll be very good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, Fugin. <laughs> if Stalik also died this game, summon Thaddeus and me and Sam. Talked about this card before Next came out because we were discussing Stalag and Fugin, how they work together. And so, anything else to add? What do you think about this yeah, card? Yeah, I mean, Thaddeus is totally overpowered. I forgot the exact mana cost. was like a 12 12 or something. It's an 11 11 for 10. 11 11, yeah. 11 11 for 10, but you get to play for free. So, the only drawback is Freezing Trap. Or a, uh, you know, some play that sends your opponent back to his hand like a sap, right? But, or a hex. Or, no, but hex is. I'm talking about it being costed at 10 mana. It doesn't, oh. it doesn't matter unless you have sap. You get a freezing trap, something like that. But in most cases, the mana cost doesn't matter. It's an 11-11, which is freaking overpowered. And a 4-7-5 mana is totally fine. I mean, I don't see why not to play this card in my deck, you know? Yep. Even a 4-6 would make sense for 5 mana, right? But a 4-7? I mean, I would take it vanilla, honestly. It's mm. fine. It's hard to remove that 7 health. But that'll be your contract quarter for week 4. And the last week will be the Frost Worm Lair. Which is actually not a wing in uh, in Xramus. That is, uh, that's when you fight. Uh, is it uh, Sagra Sedragosa, and then you fight uh, Kalthazad? I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. That is, that's not it. It's not its own quarter in Xramus. So this will be the end. You will fight Kalthazad in this, of course, because Kalthazad is the last boss in Xramus. You will be uh, you will be able to receive an Equine Ooze. And there are only two epic cards and one legendary that you'll be earning in week five. But they are arguably some of the better cards in this uh, in this uh, adventure. So, expansion so, adventure, right? Echoing Ooze. So, two mana. Ooze, I'm super excited One, two. Yeah, two mana, one, two. Battle Cry, summon an exact copy of this minion at the end of the turn. Great You were card. talking about using, uh, what was it called? Mark of the Wild. Mark of the Wild with this card. Phenomenal. Yep. I and mean, it looks amazing that uh, yeah, I mean, the animation. animation is just phenomenal. You get to add the, I mean, it just has the bubble of, of goo. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like that movie Flubber. You remember that movie? I have not seen that. Oh movie. man, you're missing out. Yeah, yeah, that's your homework. Yeah, it just looks just like it. Yeah. It's a great card. Um, the only thing is, I was kind of confused when I was playing it. If you, if the original dies, the copy doesn't clone itself. The so and no, that's not clear. 
No, no, no. It's it doesn't work every turn, so it's only once. It's the first copy you just found. Oh, and I see, see. I find that that's a little bit misleading because yeah, um, it's a battle cry. Yet it says summon exact copy of the minion at the end of the turn. Right, right. Battle cries don't usually trigger at the end of your turn. Battle cries that's trigger true. when they enter the field. So I feel like it's a little bit strange that they call it a battle cry. Yeah, it's a little it's a little confusing when I used it the first few times. I was very confused. Yeah. I think they should reword it. I think they should reword it and make it say something like some an exact copy of this minion of the original minion played at the end of the turn. Yeah. Right? That would make And then sense. I think they should distinguish the look between the copy and the original. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly agree. They should say, you know, uh, ooze, right? It, is it, an shouldn't, exact be, copy, it so. shouldn't be echoing ooze. It should just be ooze. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With the name, right? Or like highlighted in some like yeah. I mean, make make it look a little bit. You know, it's an exact copy, but just make it look a little bit different. Make yep. it look, or make it uh, not have the glitter effect. You know, when they shine a card yep. and show glitter, that's going to do something, or make this one have it, right? Yep. So the next card is Shade of Nextramus. We saw this card while we were playing the first wing. It is a three mana two two, and at the end of the turn, it gains one one with the stealth effect. I think it's a dirty card. This is a crazy card. I can see this card getting a lot of play in any kind of deck that can buff. It's basically a Shingle Third target that you can play earlier that plays like a Gruul. Yep. 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 And you could uh, use or it with other, other buff cards that give uh, plus one health. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can just buff this card, uh, you know. Yep. But, I mean, I don't I don't know how people are going to use it. What do you so, think? what, are Hunters using Flares from now on? Is that the thing? Hunters will always use Flares. Hunters will always use Flares, and Flares will become more useful. But I don't think this card's going to get a crazy amount of play, but I, it'll be in Specialized decks. Turn 2 Nabubian Egg, turn 3 Shade of <laughs> Next Rambus. And they want to kill the Next Rambus, but they also don't want the 4-4, four four, so you exactly. can in a yeah. crappy position. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I would pick this in Arena every time. It's a great mm -hmm. Arena draft. Yep. Now we have Kel'Thuzad, the last card of Next Rambus. It's going to be the last card you're going to get, too, so... I'm excited about this card. Um, it's an 8-mana 6-8. So, yeah, vanilla is kind of shitty, whatever. And at the end of your turn, summon all friendly minions that died this turn. It's great if you're winning, and it's not too great if you're not winning. Yep. It's the same, uh, it's the same uh, kind of uh, problem that I have with Bloodlust, where you probably already won. But with, at least with this card... It's still a 6-8 on the board, and you can play minions next turn. If they can't get rid of it somehow, which they probably will, you can make use of it, right? What do you think? Even if it brings back one minion, you're still good. Yeah. So, it'll be great with, uh, with a, you know, I think it'll be great with Druid decks, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to see Always. this card played, you're going to see, like, there's huge Yeti. If it can survive. Ancient of War, yeah, Ancient of Wars. you play this card down, boom, you throw your Ancient of War into something else, have it die, and boom, it's right back. Yeah. Yep. So much boom. So much boom. It's boom, gonna boom, be boom. boom. My dad. <laughs> Everybody said way up. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I feel this like is, this is why we're the most popular podcast on the internet. So I think this card's very interesting. What do you guys think? I think it's okay. I was expecting a better card for a final card, uh, especially for like a, a final boss. I mean, he's he's pretty funny though. In the in, in, in World of Warcraft, no, pretty funny too. Yeah, he's, he's interesting. But uh, yeah, Keltazad, I'm excited for him. It's cool art. I would want to get him yeah. in legendary for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Golden. Uh, not mixing up the Larry thing. So all right, <laughs> we got. Uh, thanks, <laughs> Sam. Thanks. We got uh, Keltazad. I'm excited for that. We got the uh, Fugin Stalag and Thaddeus to look forward to. 
Van River Dare, and Lothab. What are you most excited for, Lothab? Lothab. What about you, Larry? Shade of Naxxramas. Shade of Naxxramas. I see so many possibilities for my rogue right now. Alright, well I'm most excited for Baron Ribbon Dare because I get to come up with a crazy gimmicky deck and I love oh, gimmicky man. decks. So. Priest, of course, my dream class. Alright, though I do love Rogue. Maybe I'll come up with something with a Rogue too. That's basically it for today. We talked about next Ramus. We'll be uh, checking with you guys next week once the second wing comes out and we'll be going over that. And, uh, you know, apologize for us not having a strategy section this week, but we took up a lot of time with talking about the... Uh, Next time, cards that got announced, so we will not be uh, including a strategy section. And uh, there are no videos of us playing since we did not have a strategy section. So, uh, so tune, in, tune in next week. As always, you can email us. Yeah, you can email us at, at gmail.com. Uh, you can email Sam and Sam, the other Sam who goes by Raphael, at sam at sam.com. I don't know sam.com. <laughs> And, anyway, and that is all for the week. Yeah, that is all for the week. Tune in Let next us, week. Give us your feedback. Give us your feedback. Rabbits. If you guys want anything, you have any uh, suggestions for us, feel free to tune in. Uh, I mean, to uh, feel free to send us any requests, right? All right, guys. That's Aloha. it for today. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh